朝起きてコンビニへ今日もおなぎり食べようぜ He's a congenie boy He's a congenie boy ooh, ooh, ooh. 明日も he's going to the コンビニ He's talking to his old old friend He's a congenie boy He's a congenie boy He's a congenie He's a congenie boy Bum 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 He's a congenie He's a congenie He's a congenie boy Hey Matt Hey, Mike. How are you doing over there? Yeah, doing okay. You know,、uh, another day in quarantine. Haven't、uh, injected Lysol up my butt or anything like that yet, but so <laughs> Yeah, no, I did. And、uh, it worked. It's it surprising. Worked. I'm actually cured of、uh, coronavirus forever now.、Worked、my、out. God. I mean, you know, maybe it's just a one off thing. It's an unexpected wanna... result. <laughs> it's unexpected, but I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea, you know. We might get sued, you know. Well, okay. So、uh, maybe this Lysol thing works. I'll turn... I was also going to try to swallow a light bulb and see if the、uh, light thing worked. But anyway, <laughs> sorry, this isn't about politics. We're not here to talk politics. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're here to only talk about one thing and one thing only. Konbini. That's right. And by konbini, we mean convenience stores in Japan. In Japan. In Japan. So,、uh, yeah, man, this is episode four. Last episode, I thought we had a good episode.、Um, I can't yeah, believe I we've made、time. it this far. Because it yeah, took us about, from the time we had this idea to the time we executed, was about two years. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's amazing. And really, how many podcasts do you think make it to four episodes? I'd say we're in the top 5%. Probably the top 5% at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Rapidly on our way toward the 1%. We were talking earlier. We're on kind of a hockey stick trajectory right now, where, you know, obviously this is the, this is the flat bit. But <laughs> soon we're going to hit that curve and just, boom, like a Saturn rocket, just take off. And before you know it, Millions of dollars. Millions, millions of, of dollars. Yeah. You know, keep a lookout for us on the top of the Apple iPods,、uh, you know, top 50. Spotify's going to be sitting, buying us out. Yeah. Right now we're sitting around, probably around number 340,000th, but <laughs> we're hoping to hit top 100,000, you know, in the next couple episodes. So, well, my mom again、uh, was asking. Hey, when is the next episode coming out? And、uh, yeah. she has yeah. subscribed. So,、oh, uh, yeah, getting、Thank、updates,、you. notifications.、Um, so, no, we, we、uh, for those who have listened, very good feedback. Yeah, I'd say our, we're retaining our listeners well.、Um, my mom as well. She said, I really enjoyed your blog. <laughs> so,、uh, That was good. And then I was trying to get my dad to download the,、uh, the podcast as well, but you know, it, it, it was just too much to describe on the, on the phone. Yeah, it was like, you got to look for the podcast app. You got to hit the. It was just too much. So I think.、Uh, yeah, my, my dad, his advice was to keep blogging. So. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes, we will. That is our plan. We're going to keep blogging. And.、Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, you know, why don't we hop in? We got, again, another full week here.、Um, mm-hmm. You know,、uh, no shortage of topics. 
And today, you know, I got to tell you, this is a pretty big one. We always kick off with with chicken, and when we're talking chicken, we're talking chicky, chicky, and big week this week because Family Mart, home of the Family Chicky, the granddaddy of all the hot box fried boneless chicken, released a seasonal special, the one and a half sized chicky bonus chicky the mega chicky and you got it i did yes so i as i was saying last week i've been you know really picky with my trips to the convenience trying to make them more strategic you know Mm. and but i saw this and i you know i know that it's not going to go on this campaign's not going to go on for long so i went out there and i grabbed both well, this mm. time it's called the big family chicky. So, hey, you know, it's easy to understand. Apparently 1.5 times the size, as you said. So I was pretty excited. Mm. Um, and I went out and I said, you know, I got up the counter and I said, I'll have one of the big family chickies and I'll have one of the, the regular family chickies because oh I wanted God. to get home and compare them. Mm. So grabbed them, came home, hopped in the kitchen. <laughs> Or went into the kitchen <laughs> and uh, opened it up, and you know the packaging. I think you've seen the some, the pictures that the I. The packaging shared. is yeah. is misleading. I would say. Yeah, I mean, there's one one of one of them looks like it's like two times the size. It's one point five, but so I was pretty excited, and I opened up the small one, and you know, I shouldn't say small, the normal one, the one that we know so well. Mm. And, you know, it's the classic. And Mm. then I opened up the big one and I thought, wait a second. And so I pulled both of them out of their packaging and I put them on a plate Mm. to compare them. And I think you saw, I I don't think if you looked at that picture, you would know which one was the big one and which one was the normal one. Well, I'm looking at them right now. And um, just to, again, Going back to the packaging here, the normal family chicky, it looks like you, you could fit about a deck of cards in there. The big family chicky, it looks like a laptop case. I mean, you could yeah, you could yeah. hold a you know, filing cabinet worth of documents in that thing. But then as you're saying, you took some great photos here. And if you haven't seen them, check us out, Community Boys on Twitter. And um yeah, you know, there isn't a whole lot of difference between the two. Um you know. I guess you could say, yeah, the, the big boy is a little bit thicker, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it's 1.5 times as big. Could be a little bit misleading. And to call it big, you know, to really lean into the big there. Um, mm-hmm. I hate I hate to do this because I'm a huge fan of Family Mart. It's ha- my yeah. favorite kombini. Um, mm-hmm. But I think I think they may have missed missed the mark on this one. Yeah, I and you know, I maybe it's just me. Maybe it was just a bad draw. You know, sometimes you have those bad draws at the community. You say like, you know, even a normal family chicky, and you know, you say like, let me get one, and then you get it and you realize, uh oh, this one's been sitting for a little while, or you know, this is uh, just got a bad cut of uh, chicken for this one. So maybe that's what it is, because, um, you know, could be. On, Family Mart's of, on their official site, the the original picture that they showed. Mm. I mean, you look at the they show a comparison of the family chicken, big chicken, and it is. Mm. I mean, that's a big chicken. 
<laughs> but the one that I pulled out of that bag, yeah, it just didn't have that impact. I was a little let down. I'm glad to say that the taste, of course. That's okay. So the taste, it was good. No problem. Mm. No problem whatsoever. So at the end of the day, it was just, uh, you know, it was just like eating two family chickies, which who can really be so angry about that? I gotta tell you, if you're eating two family chickies, you're having a damn good day. <laughs> so congratulations on that front. And um, yeah, again, thanks for the field work. Uh, you know, yeah, sure. Getting out there. Uh, even with the restrictions and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's what we're here for. We're doing the groundwork here, you know, we're for you guys and girls and lit and people we're doing the groundwork so that when you all come to Japan and you say, Hey, I heard, you know, I've been listening to this podcast. You go right in the convenience. You can handle, you can be in and out two minutes with confidence that confidence. you're buying the best that's products right, right. that they've got to offer. Speaking of best products, the convenience has to offer. Yes. Again, you know, I was talking okay. to my mom, mm-hmm. and um, I was asking her, you know, what do you want us to talk about uh, in the episode? Yeah. What products mm-hmm. do you want to hear about? And her, I was surprised at her responses. Very, very uh, astute. Somebody who may have some knowledge even of the convenience, which. She has a little bit. She visited Japan wow. once, but she she was she was keen to hear about was sandwiches and um, sandwiches, sandwiches, or as they say in Japan, sando. Sando, that's right. Yes, that's an interesting uh, question because, as you know, like I think that for the first four podcasts we've really been going hard on the hot box box. that's just what we love so much but there are all types of zones at the kombini there's the hot box Mm. zone there's the sando sandwich zone there's the drink zone there's the onigiri rice ball zone there's all types of zones all types of zones and the sando zone is one that I spent a lot of time at, um, especially in the early days yeah. when that's a very recognizable thing. And mm-hmm. um, Sando, you know, it's one of those, uh, let me just, I guess, briefly describe what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is yeah. kind of a British tea sandwich inspired uh, Sando here where white bread, all white bread with crust cut off triangles and mm-hmm. mostly mayonnaise, with some stuff inside always yes. always mayonnaise a lot of mayonnaise they slather it on there oh yeah you know like they're using a trowel like they're about to <laughs> set up a brick wall and using mayonnaise as mortar just yes <laughs> white bread brick on top of white bread brick and yes. um you know popular um ingredients lettuce Mm-hmm. mayonnaise and lettuce mayonnaise and lettuce lettuce and ham mayonnaise lettuce and ham now that is a classic tuna sando the tuna mayo tuna, sando tuna mayo but uh i don't know mike what what would be your not just your favorite sando but mm-hmm. you know this is this is the last sando you're ever gonna eat 
in Japan. You're oh. about to hop on that flight back to Maryland. What do you get? It's a good question. Um, wow, yeah. Um, you know what? You know what I like? I think I'd go for the egg sando. What? You're going to eat an the egg, the egg sando. Oh, <laughs> the tamago really? sando. Really? I'm a big fan of it. I got to tell you. So uh, what I'm trying ass, to... But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> really? So, so the egg... I know probably people are hearing this are thinking an egg sandwich. That sounds weird. And it is kind of weird, but... Um, it's not like scrambled. Oh, well, it's kind of like scrambled eggs. You're talking about the... With, sl- uh, okay. I think... I, okay. Yeah, keep going. I think I know what you're talking about. You know about. what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about like a, you know, some a fried egg on there. I'm talking about the egg mixed with like the mayonnaise kind of... Egg salad. Egg salad. Ah, yeah. yes. That's what it's called. Now, egg salad sando <laughs> is really good. Sorry. I, that was some confusion there. So, An egg sandwich doesn't sound that great. Egg salad now, people understand. No, I, knew, right? I knew what you were talking about. I still think it's... No. Sorry, I have a... I worked at a, I worked at a deli for two mm-hmm. summers, and I would have to make egg salad, and we would make it in these big batches. And so I remember you would take the mayonnaise, the big the big uh, gallon jug of mayonnaise, and you just, you just tip it upside down into that big bowl of... Oh, <laughs> just, just start mushing it up with your hands to, to make that oh, egg salad. Wow. Gloves on, of course. So, yeah, that's... Sorry, that's, sure. that's why I have a tough time with the egg salad sando. Okay, well, what's your... What, 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 what's, what's your I'm go-to? Boring. You know, I go, I go ham, ham, lettuce, mayo. It's a classic combo. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, the crispy lettuce... Mayonnaise, just like mayonnaise, get some mayonnaise. But one of the classics, actually, you can get the combo, right? Mm. You can get a sandwich. It's three sandwiches. It's a triple decker. You got the tuna, you got the egg, you got the ham and the uh, the ham and lettuce. I've eaten a lot of triple deckers in my life. They're pretty good, yeah. Mm. I speaking of um. This is actually something talking about that tamago, the egg sandwich kind of got me laughing before we started. Uh, do you remember seeing these lunch packs when you were here in the Combini? Let me uh, share the uh, screen here real quick. Do you remember these guys? These uh, these sort of individually wrapped sandwiches, lunch pack. Oh, I've actually never had a lunch pack. Yeah, I've never had them either, but uh, I was uh, at my in-law's house and my father-in-law, we were just sitting watching TV. He's a normal, he's, he's like a, you know, pretty normal guy. He doesn't really talk that much. He rarely gets like overly excited. And we were just watching TV one day and uh, like on, on the TV, there was a commercial for, for the egg lunch pack. And all of a sudden he just looked, looked at me, he's like, these are good, aren't they? And I was like, yeah, they are good. They are. Connecting with the Generations, father. Generations, yeah. Yeah, over some uh, shrink-wrapped egg salad sandwiches. Those, I don't know yeah. why, but those kind of always 
freaked me out. I always felt like those were probably originally packaged in the 60s. They have like a half-life yeah. of about four centuries. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's something about that packaging. That, that, that. Ooh, 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 whoa. Yeah. Ooh, I don't know about that. Oh, so they're actually, they're crimped. They're crimped. Yeah, the, the, the lunch packs are crimped. Crimped. So they're actually, they're actually shut. The, the bread is crimped, encasing the, the uh, filling in a, in mm -hmm. a sort of uh, like, a, like, a, like a bread tomb. Impossible to escape. Interesting. <laughs> exactly, yes. Yeah, so this is... Uh, so one thing we should say, I just wanted to make a note real quick well, before we get off the subject of sandwiches is, uh, to your mom is that when you come to Japan, you got to understand, Japan doesn't have a really strong sandwich game Terrible like sandwich in game. the states awful like you can't go to a deli and be like hey let me get a a really good sandwich with a lot of different ingredients what you're thinking or what what you're looking at are these crimped sort of sandwich pastries sort of uh you know sandos yeah you're looking at white bread with mayonnaise with you white know, bread anything mayonnaise. from lettuce and ham to fish eggs inside Yep, and no, that is that is true. Uh, Japan needs some help with its sandwich game, and I don't know why they're not getting help with it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it would? You think it would be? Still, I mean, yeah. I've you know, I'm, I'm every time I go to Japan, I'm I'm probably slamming a sando pack probably every other day, something like that. Yeah. Me too. It's one of my go-to lunch menus. I go in, I get a mm. Picari sweat. Um, and then, you know, it's always an onigiri or a sando. And usually I end up going for the combo, the triple decker, Got uh, sando, and then maybe, you know, like a, a chicken, a family chicky or something like that. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's good. Don't, 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 I don't want to, you know, it's just not when you think sandwiches back home. You're, it's not the same sort of thing. It's different, and um, but I want to thank my mom again for uh, yeah. offering this oh, up yeah. as a potential topic. I hope she's walking away with some new knowledge. And yeah, uh, and if you, if you can, uh, if possible, if you could ask her what you know, what would her go to sando be? I'd I'll bring that back know. next week. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, so that gets us to today's news. Yeah, we got some, uh, no surprise here, uh, COVID-19 news. And uh, Mike, you know this better than anybody else here. But uh, the Konbini, you know, they're in a tricky spot. Um, headline, Japan's convenience store owners face tough choices in pandemic. Um. Mm. Of course, convenience being critical to the stable operations of the nation, but now um, on the front lines of a terrible pandemic here, and uh, owners are, you know, understandably torn about whether they should stay open, reduce hours, um, how to handle the situation. Um, you're yeah. on the ground. Yeah. I mean, what, what, what are you seeing out there? 
Well, you know, I'm seeing pretty much everything I, I see here. Uh, we got a lot of, it seems like now it's pretty standard practice. Everybody's got the plastic tarps uh, mm. so that they can, the, uh, what would they, the, the cough or sneeze shield mm -hmm. um, plastic guards. Yep. And that's great. Um, but it's tough. You know, the, uh, it is as, it says in the article, amid the corona epidemic in Japan, franchise owners of convenience stores are torn between worrying about infection risks from continuing daily operation and a sense of mission about serving as part of infrastructure for daily life. That's the really, uh, that last part is what really, you know, hit me and, and seems true because in a lot of places, you know, um, although there are convenience stores all over the, the city, all over Japan, um, they really are hubs for, you know, daily life. Uh, and as the owner of one convenience store said, I will continue as much as possible if it's helpful to the customers. You know, there's a lot of, uh, Japan has a really elderly population. Mm. And, you know, a lot of people, a lot of the elder, um, elderly living by themselves, you know, they, they don't even make it to the supermarket. Their, their one daily stop is into the convenience store. Uh, to get just the, what they need for the day. Well, the convenience and, store, uh, yeah, it's probably going to be closer to them than the supermarket. And the mm -hmm. convenience has everything you could need uh, to get by, certainly for a day, certainly for several days, um, you know, certainly throughout through the entirety of the pandemic. And, uh, you know, just sort of, again, blown away by the spirit of these convenience stores, yeah. store owners, um, motivated here by yeah. by mission. Um, mm -hmm. and yeah, I guess, yeah. uh, on a serious note, yeah, Konbini can really be, especially in rural communities, uh, a hub for, uh, for, for a community. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, it's well known that, you know, Japanese people in general take a lot of pride and take their, take their jobs very seriously. And it's no different for convenience stores. And I think, you know, uh, I don't think this is any sort of um, just sort of like, you know, empty promotion for their shop. They really do feel uh, that they have to stay open um, for their community. And uh, it's just, I just, I'll tell you what, as always, just want to thank, 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 for, absolutely. And I was a little surprised. It did say that you mentioned the, uh, the sort of plastic, um, uh, uh, curtains that are being put up between customer and um, the the worker at the point of sale. And uh, I was surprised to see that those were being purchased by not the 7-Elevens or the Family Marts, but the franchise owners themselves. Mm -hmm. And just sort of uh, disappointed that the parent company isn't isn't providing the resources for their franchise owners, the, the beating hearts of the organization to, to operate safely. So, uh, yes, yeah, surprised yeah. at that and disappointed. Um, you'd think that the, uh, that the parent company would want to protect its customers and its franchise owners more, uh, than this would indicate. But, um, again, uh, special, Thanks to, to those franchise owners who are doing the right thing, um, trying to keep themselves, their workers, customers safe, uh, and the community uh, f of 
stocked with with food and uh, household staples. Mm. Yep, yep. Yeah, they've got a really good point. You know, we love Family Mart, we love 7-Eleven, we love Lawson, but we love the stores. You need to protect the stores. If any of the owners out there or the uh, corporate offices are listening, you got to support your stores, the people who are making the magic happen. Absolutely. We love you, but we're not, you know, you got to support who needs it the most. Well, part of the reason they might be a little bit uh, skimpy on buying protective equipment is because, of course, sales were down. Uh, this article here mm. says 8.2% from the wow. year before, but um, that's visits. Mm. So uh, this is this is an incredible number here. Again, this is a down number. But in March 2020, yep. convenience stores across Japan saw 1.28 billion customers purchase something one, in their stores one. in one month. And what I, I know you did some math on that. So what is that if you average that out to every person in Japan? Well, Japan's population is about 126 million people. Uh, so if you were to just take that, that would be about 10 visits per Japanese. But of course, that includes uh, infants, children, uh, elderly who may not actually be going to the convenience because they, they can't make it. So let's just say... That's 60% of the Japanese population, and that's a conservative figure, are mm -hmm. of age where they could easily go to the konbini. Uh, you're looking at about 17 visits per month by the average Japanese to the konbini. Now, that's a big number. Wow. You're, that is... You're going about three times a day. You're closer to the 90 a month uh, frequency but still 17 yeah. times a month the that's a 17 times a conservative month. figure the average adult japanese is going to the convenience and if you i mean if you extend that even just a little bit further you could say let's say the average person works 20 days a month mm. which i mean in japan is probably more like 31 or 30 but um you know, that would be almost every day that every day. that you're going to work, you're stopping the convening is another way you could look at it. So, And how could you not? You're either so going to go in the morning and grab your canned coffee, or you're going to go yeah. to lunch and grab grab your sando, grab your family chicky, mm -hmm. grab your bento, yeah. whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, interesting article. I always like to see the numbers. And, uh, you know, I just hope that everybody stands safe. We really appreciate it. Uh, all the all the work that the you know just the staff and the people running the convenience stores do. So. Absolutely. So we salute you this week. This is uh, to you all. Thank you. Um, okay, so let's go on to everybody's favorite segment: the new and exciting items mm. at the convenience. Mm. So Matt, um, I heard you uh, you you caught wind of uh something interesting going on in the drink the drink department yeah well uh you know uh two weeks ago it was the pablo drinkable cheese tart and this week uh it's still uh we're, we're looking at cheese again uh this is the cheese foam drink and um cheese cheese foam, foam drink, drink. Okay. yeah let that settle in <laughs> uh, foodnetwork.com I think uh, asked the right question will we all soon be drinking cheese 
foam drinks. Um, <laughs> I think that's what's on my mind right now. Uh, will I? Be yeah, I've got cheese foam drink. I've I've been in desperate search to discover what exactly this is. Um, it seems what we're talking about here is a beverage okay. of some normal substance. In the case of uh, some, it could be a tea. In the case of uh, we saw Godiva is launching a chocolate cheese foam drink that has a wow. sort of, yeah robust. Godiva chocolate topped with a cheese foam. So, uh, what is cheese foam? Um, yeah, that's. I think that's what everybody's wondering. That's what everybody's got on their mind. That's what I've got on my mind. I think <laughs> what it is is uh, some sort of whipped powdered cheese, uh, just sort of, just sort of, uh, uh, sort of just foamed into it into into this uh, incredible fizzy cheese topping that oh yeah it's uh yeah it's it, it's i don't know i don't know if this would yeah I, I would i'd probably have to be a couple beers in before i wanted to try this <laughs> what, what's, what's what's your take on this mike well, I was drawn to the first uh, section here in this article. As a subtrend of the most recent wave of boba tea popularity in Japan, cheese foam toppings seem to be everywhere in drink stands these days. From Machimachi's God Cheese Tea to the Alley's Decadent Cream Cheese Toppings, we've already reported on quite a few. So, um, yeah, I didn't know, uh, to be honest, I didn't know this was a trend. This is apparently a trend. Mm. And... Um, yeah, I you know, I don't know. I mean, this this explanation here seems interesting to me. The topping is a, a Godiva original. This cheese foam has a fluffy, rich texture and just the right balance of sweetness and saltiness. And the drink itself, a rich base with Choco Lixer, mm. 31% milk chocolate, which makes ample use of Godiva milk chocolate. To be honest, after reading that, I still just have no idea like what this actually would taste no like. No idea what you'd be in for in this one. And those are some of the best conveni experiences out there. Um, again, this is not going to be a permanent thing. This is probably going to be on the shelves for a couple months max. But uh, yeah, that's the window you have to, to dive into this new wild conveni experience. And were I there today, I would be I would be buying a cheese foam drink, no doubt about it. Mm, yeah. Gotta give it a try. Hope hope to be able to find one of these at some point. Maybe head into the convenient memory. So I'll go first. So this memory came to me thinking about these just amazing convenience store owners, franchise owners, and just uh, you know these just great great people. And um, uh, oh, well, what's that? You got something to say about the Chi Two Shoe? All right. <laughs> Um, so, uh, my memory is when, uh, we're in Kanazawa, I, uh, for a little time, I was working at a, uh, cafe or mm. like a bar and at night, um, across the street, there was a Lawson's and sometimes at night, uh, after the Lawson's would close up because it wasn't a 24 hour Lawson's, they always closed up around like 12 o'clock. Mm. They would, um, the owner who is this, uh, nice old guy. Um, he would, uh, after they close up, if they had some, 
some El Chicky or anything left in the hot box, they'd bring it over to, for all the for all the people in the bar to eat. And uh, yeah, and you know, every once in a while, I still go into that loss and see the uh, see the old guy. And, uh, yeah, just a really, really, really great guy, and uh, really good memory eating those eating those late night El Chicky. That's awesome. What a nice guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> well, I have a... So my convenient memory, um, this goes back uh, also to my days in Kanazawa. Um, mm-hmm. And I... I Well, we both worked at this company, and I uh, won't say the name. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. it was near a family mart, and yes. we'd often go there for you're talking about. often go there for for lunch, and uh, I went there one day, mm-hmm. and uh, I was on my bike. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because the, the, the family mart was within probably a three <laughs> four minute walk, but I was on a bike, and right. um, for whatever reason, I, I had lost my balance on the bike, and I was wobbling, I was wobbling, mm-hmm. and I wound up hitting a a street post. And falling, wow. tumbling. Um, I was Jeez. going very slowly, but uh, anyway, I fell and, and cut myself pretty badly on my. Wow. My, I can't remember where. I think it was my my hand or something. And actually, our boss, yeah. a very nice Japanese man, actually saw this. He drove by. He saw me fall. And he, 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 I guess he kept driving. Um, oh. <laughs> Anyway, he didn't he stop. Did so, so, <laughs> so I, I went into the convenience to get my lunch, and I suddenly I was I was I remember I was looking at uh, I was looking at the the um, the power drink section, and mm-hmm. I started I felt lightheaded and I I fainted I fainted in the convenience in the convenience yeah wow and, um, I don't remember anything except i woke up in the back room uh with the conveni uh worker uh mm-hmm. holding me and propping me wow. up uh so i was sort of uh, leaning against her and she had called uh an ambulance and so i i wow. got into an ambulance wow. from this family mart and was taken to a very small doctor's office. It was not a hospital. It was not even really a clinic. It looked like looked like somebody's office. And he said, mm-hmm. "Oh, you're okay. You're okay." Um, you know. And he he just bandaged bandaged me up. Um, wow. And that was it. And then I, I I went back to the office, and um, that was it. But yeah, I'll, that was. Uh, <laughs> I, I fainted at the convenience and wow. that convenient worker, um, you know, just, just, again, really took good care of me, you know, and wow. forever appreciative of that. Yeah. God bless her. Um, what, what happened? Do you think it was you, you, when you hit the pole on your bike, maybe it kind of, it shook you up and you, I think it shook me up a little bit. I don't know what happened. I mean, I was bleeding pretty badly. And I, I remember looking at the cut and thinking, oh, that's a lot of blood. And then I got lightheaded and then I just like apparently just crashed. And not, I remember oh. I saw on the floor, I knocked over like a whole shelf of stuff. Um, 
Oh, wow. Actually, it wasn't powder. I was looking at Band-Aids. I was trying to get a Band-Aid. That's what I was doing. And I knocked over the whole oh, shelf man. of Band-Aids. And, um, <laughs> yeah, it was weird. I got in the back of the wow. ambulance, drove me to this guy's office. He was like, oh, yeah, you're okay. You're okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, um... Did your did your boss ever uh, say anything oh, about said, it? Yeah. So I got back because I went I I went back to the office after leaving this, the the doctor and yeah the the first thing he says to me I think this first he said oh you fell off your bike and then he, and then he laughed. <laughs> <laughs> he had no idea what happened after that you know he didn't know I I didn't tell him because sure. I was embarrassed. Sure, sure. I just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah, I fell off from a long, <laughs> long trip to the community. You know, yeah. Oh, man. Wow. Well, that's a, that is a, that is a memory for sure. <laughs> that is, I've never fainted at the convenience. That's, that's pretty scary, but it's, it's, you know, it's, uh, it's good that they took care of you. Yeah, they did a great job. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, gosh, another, another one in the can here bike and uh another grand slam (laughs) well actually it's crazy you know each time oh you're right we've got something special here special here you know um in our in our pursuit of of twitter followers uh Mm -hmm. we certainly come across some weirdos but also, we've been privileged to meet, yes. uh, well, I think the only word is poet, uh, yeah. who wrote something brilliant. And I, I want to invite you to read it, Mike, but this is by I Hanada. Yep. This is a poem by I Hanada. And here we go. I am chicken. Fami chiki. Taste of soft, juicy chicken. The boneless type. Oh, my God. Just sort of... Just sort of sends a ripple <laughs> through your heart, doesn't it? It does. I, I read this and I, I was blown away. Um, this was one of the best poems I've ever read in my whole life. Man. You know... Uh... There's Frost, Poe, um, Hanada. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, this this blew me away because it's even it, it even has the the line breaks. <laughs> it's got this flow, you know, um, and then it just ends with the really the important, the important point, point, the boneless, the boneless type. type. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's what we're all about. And I want to say a big thank you and uh, to I Hanada. We really look forward to your future, future work. work. I, yeah. I hope you'll, you know, continue writing. Maybe something from your heart. Cheese phone at some point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anything. I mean, we're we're keeping an eye on. I Hanada. Following closely. Anyway, um, thanks, Mike, for uh, another fun week talking Kanbini. 
And uh, yep. we'll see. I'll see you next week. Yeah, see you next week. All right. See you, man. He's a congenie boy. He's a congenie boy. He's talking to his old old friend. He's a congenie boy. He's a congenie boy. He's a congenie. He's a congenie. He's a congenie. He's a congenie boy.